Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Astromantics, the podcast where we love to torture people while looking at their BDSM results and looking at their charts. Uh, today we have with us Marla. Hi, Marla. Hi. And as always, we have Mary, the queen of my life. <laughs> Work wife. Hello. Yes. Uh, so Marla, do you want to talk about where we know each other from at all? Um, feel free. Feel free. When we know each other from broadcast, surprise, surprise. I know so many of our guests have been from broadcast and it's a very, very special group, right? Super special group of divine feminine, fe expansive feminine identifying peoples, right? It's yeah. It's a safe space for people to talk about sex, sexual things, right? How do we work relationships that aren't strictly vanilla, right? That aren't strictly monogamous, that aren't traditional, yep. because that's a place that we need to navigate. And so I love broadcast for that. I love it too. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's it nice. It's it's safe, right? Like it's good. It's safe. yeah, and I I feel good being a part of the group that brings it to life. Right. Yes, we thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, yeah, we've had several uh of everyone you know who brings us together, right? And everyone's very quick to say, oh, it's not just one person. It's not just me. It's not just them. It's everyone working together. You know. Yeah, it is. It is quite a large group is right I mean there are only a couple of people who talk a lot at the meetings but there are a lot more people that are involved wow. in this decisions and, and um, idea making and things right all the jazz oh, I love it well thank you so much for being a wonderful human who is a part of making our world a more sexually safer place to be no problem yes and now let's look at your chart. So we'll look at your birth chart first, and then we'll look at your BDSM results and we'll toggle back and forth. Um, so this will be really, really fun. Okay. Right, so I am going to share my screen. Boop, boop. Looky, there's you. Oh, so complicated. <laughs> I know, but it makes so much sense, right? Yes, this is your wheel, your wheel of when you were born, the snapshot of the sky when you were born. It's kind of all the stuff that makes you, you, oddly enough, right? Interesting. Uh, you have a Taurus sun, 16 degrees. Degrees don't mean anything to you, but it's in the 11th house. This means that you like a community of quality. Do you like to hang out with people who enjoy nice food and nice quality cocktails or drinks, oh, yes. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a, a super tourist thing to do. <laughs> farm, farm to table stuff. Do you ever eat in like, uh, like at garden parties or like, you know, do you like to, do you enjoy eating outside with friends? 
I do. I also enjoy very much growing my own veggies. Growing your own veggies. Taurus is notorious for being sort of like farmer, farm to table, really good um, cooks sometimes too. Like they're good at putting foods together. I enjoy trying. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. That's very Taurus. And Taurus also doesn't love a lot of change. So you don't love a lot of change in your community. That is true. (laughs) My friends are my friends. And you're also very loyal to those friends as well. Uh, Taurus is extremely. So. Oh yeah, Taurus is extremely loyal, reliable, mm-hmm. uh, sturdy, right? Um, sturdy like somebody, a yeah. somebody you can count on. You know exactly. Yeah, very that. Um, but yeah, doesn't love change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can be a little stubborn about change. Hello. <laughs> it is a bowl you know <laughs> it's okay yes no it's it's great it's it it wants so Taurus likes to be it doesn't like change because it wants to be comfortable right it wants to be cozy it wants to feel safe and Taurus um likes to be in one place for a long time so that things can grow right? There's a growth fast and growth is slow when you're watching your plants grow, right? Mm-hmm. Long time. Mm-hmm. If you were moving your plants roots every week, right? Or every month even, right? They wouldn't grow super well. So <laughs> Taurus needs to be in a place with roots so that it can grow. And that's why it doesn't want to be up fucking rooted, right? I can see that. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, Taurus is beautiful. It's also a very sensual uh, five senses, right? I enjoy the smells. I enjoy the touch, right? I enjoy um, good smells. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, so that's a Taurus sun. And then your moon, you and Mary share an Aquarius moon, that's right. We both have the same moon sign. Yeah, you do. Moons uh, are inner worlds. Um, moon is inner, right? Like mm-hmm. feelings, intuition. I only um, say because uh, I learned that from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, moon touch. Yeah. Um, do you ever feel like you intellectualize emotions? Like oh, hundred percent. Them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I want <laughs> very badly to control them. Yeah. Yeah. It, Aries is fixed, fixed air, right? So it's uh, it's mental energy, right? It's really smart, really intellectual, but um, it also needs space and distance and time to think, right? It needs its alone time to be able to like recharge. The thing with Aquarius is all about perspective, right? If you're not able to recharge your inner world, it's hard to have perspective. It's hard to be able to be that astronaut looking at things from high you know, down low and Aquarius is known for its ability to see the bigger picture, you know, and to be able to see the systems and the patterns and for that to be our inner world, right. means that we're really good at logicking in maybe like emotional situations. Right. Mm-hmm. But it also means that we can come across sometimes distant or cold. <laughs> People sometimes think this. <laughs> we're totally not, but, um, I, it is something in my relationship where I have to be like, I need, I do need alone time. I do need space. I do need quiet sometimes. I 
I think I get that uh, naturally with the situation in my family where I am at home and the kid is at school and the husband is at work. So I don't usually feel like I um, I long for that. Sometimes I feel like I have too much, mm -hmm. but, but I always get it. Right. right. I don't really identify with needing it, but I definitely identify with having it. Have it. Yeah. Having it. You, it, if you didn't have it, you would definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's definitely something that you, yeah. Like, um, if you don't have it, you miss it. I really miss like having a lot of my own time, but my daughter's six. Right. So I'm, you I'm used no to it and I'm not <laughs> right. Like my time's not mine for the last six years, but it's like within reach that I could kind of remember when I had all the time. And now I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. well, when, 12 is the magic age, in my opinion, as to when you get to have some of yourself back. Just you Ooh, know, okay. so you know. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's nice to hear because I, I don't really know when <laughs> when that happens. So mm -hmm. it is um yeah. And your Aquarius yeah. moon, I was thinking about too. It's in this, it's uh Aquarius is the zodiac sign of friendships. It's a zodiac sign of science, right? Of studying. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my uh, bachelor's is in chemistry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very much the scientist. Um, and it's interesting because the moon in our chart can also represent like where we feel at home or where we can potentially feel more comfortable than others. And yours is in the eighth house of the taboo. Yes. Right? It is. So there is some part of you that feels at home in a place where people must be vulnerable because the eighth house represents um, vulnerability. It represents depth and Aquarius demands authenticity. It's a, it's a, a, a champion to be authentic. You'll be authentically you, right? And in the eighth house of sort of sex and intimacy, um, it's, and you have arrows here, which is Cupid's bow. It's the sign of the erotic. It's the child of Venus. And I think Dionysus there's, you know, oh. thoughts on that, but yeah. Um, so friends, um, definitely turn you on, right? Mm -hmm. Something about mm -hmm. friends, people who are authentic and vulnerable that really makes your inner world kind of happy when people are being vulnerable in a lighthearted friendship way. Mm -hmm. uh, Aquarius is also though the sign of the alien, the sign of the, what the, what other people call like quirky, unconventional. So there'd also be something about you that kind of enjoys unconventional and tourists likes tradition it likes conventional but then aquarius is like hey, late rebel yes yeah oh that's interesting people people will say you you seem and they don't mean politically conservative but they say you 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 appear like a conservative sort of person and then but you're not <laughs> no. I've, I've, oh, that's been um repeated in my life I've been I've been told that <laughs> makes sense right sun outer world 
vitality, mm -hmm. kind of what people see, it's personality, right? That's that Taurus, that sturdiness, and that's what would come across conservative, right? Um, but yeah, that inner world that people can't see is very different, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking outside the box, yes. being more rebellious, right? Kind yeah. of, I mean, Aquarius is a revolutionary, right? Like it, it can think about things in that big picture way to kind of save a community or save a, you know, an area of life instead of it just being about one thing mm -hmm. um right so it's yeah it's it's uh outer outer conservative inner rebellion and then your rising sign you have a cancer rising um and this is more this is um this is our body right and then this is also just kind of soul this it sets the whole stage for the entire chart right? This sets your whole area of life. So being a cancer rising, um, there's a nurturing quality, right? Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting mix. Taurus, Aquarius, mm -hmm. cancer, right? Those top three. Um, but cancer is, uh, it's water, it's emotional, it's intuitive, but it's also cardinal, so it will cut you, right? It's that mama bear energy that can cut, you know? It's a crab, right? It's got claws. It's mm -hmm. not. Um, so we think of it as like a very soft maternal feminine place, but in reality, that cardinal makes it really sharp too. So um, interesting that you have a south note here. So that means in past lives, you've kind of mastered this nurturing component right that you've kind of been the the matriarch divine feminine leader right you've been that person in maybe past lives and so your north node what was being asked to do in this life I'm a, um, a north node north, north node and south node they're equal right they're two parts uh -huh. one is going forward and one kind of represents what you already did oh. so you you've done a lot of the cancer nurturing stuff and that's kind of a skill that you get to bring into this life right but you're mm -hmm. actually being asked to to lean into Capricorn, right? And so Capricorn is um, the mountain goat. It likes to climb. It's ambitious, right? It wants to set goals and meet them. Um, Capricorns, it's like anything that they do, they're going to do it well, you know? And um, they kind of never run out of energy. You might be attracted to Capricorns because your DC is here, mm -hmm. right? So there might be something about um, hardworking Capricorns right? Like no nonsense, people who are also out to take care of the community, people who work really hard just and do a really quality job. You know, those might be the kind of people that you surround yourself with, right? Mm -hmm. That kind of Capricorn energy. Um, but yeah, there's a push and pull between that. I don't know if you've experienced like home versus work or like this, you know, home life balance, but with uh, with your nodes here, right? That might be something that comes up in this life, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle uh, with some of the nomenclature, you know, because I, right, right. Because of the scientist. <laughs> I do. I understand. Uh, I'm an Aquarius sun. Mary's an Aquarius moon. And, um, and because it's also fixed, it's like, certain terms, certain things that people will say, 
uh, like past lives. That was something that was like a hot minute for me to like really even think about, you know, things like that. Right. But there are things that the more we say to people, the more they're like all, oh my God, that hits this way. People who have less fixed in their chart, it Mm -hmm. tends to hit really good with, um, but yeah, fixed is like, I'm going to need to hear that a hundred more times before I can really see how it fits into Mm -hmm. my life. So it's not a problem at all. It just means, Hey, I've got to hear it a hundred more times, or I've got to, what is this thing? We, so fixed automatically kind of goes, is it new? Nope. In some way, (laughs) unless we've been hearing it a couple of times, right. Or um, Aquarius definitely loves, loves, loves. uh, If somebody is passionately and authentically sharing themselves we love that even if we disagree with it there's something about that that we're like oh shit you know like I love what you're saying there and I want to support you in whatever Mm -hmm. way I can you know yeah I'm I'm nodding it's a podcast sorry yes (laughs) (laughs) I do that all the time yes you're definitely got to be a good cook though you have to be you look at that Uh uh-huh that's one of my, um, my, my, what the way I show love is to try to make interesting food. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I've been told to cut the experiments down a little bit and just make things we already like, but, um, I enjoy cooking and cooking new things and especially cooking stuff from the garden. Right. And that chemist would absolutely come out in you, right? Yeah. <laughs> putting things together. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, but you definitely can cook because look at this. The, look, Marla's AC is 16 cancer. Cancer is the sign also of yummy foods, cozy foods too, right? Taurus is like the chef in a way, right? Like I want to grow it. I want it quality. to- Quality. Yes. Yeah. I care about quality ingredients. Cancer is like, I'll make something with Oreos and ice cream. Yeah. You know, like they'll combine things <laughs> that are already together. And Taurus is like- and then your moon here at 18, right, would be like, I want to science this more, right? I want to uh, chemist this more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. I know uh, he's a, he's an Aquarius sun and an Aquarius moon, and he also is a chemist. He's like, Aquarius is love, the sciences, the chemistry, the, uh, yeah, all that stuff. Anyway, super fun. Fascinating. Mm-hmm, right? Uh-oh. What? You've, I've lost you. Oh, oh, no. We're here. Can you hear us? Um, I actually mm-hmm. almost majored in chemistry, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, oh you're, you're back. There. Okay. There you are. I am so sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Don't worry about it at all. Mary said that she almost went to school f- to be a chemist as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of a forever student. I couldn't pick, right? I loved everything. And um, mm-hmm. so I started with geology and they make you take a lot of science to back yeah. that up, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I switched to just chemistry because I thought that was so fun. And then eventually when I realized it was like going to be years before I could get that degree in chemistry, I was like, oh, I need to go do something else. (laughs) So (laughs) I took a lot of classes. It was a lot of fun. But then I just, 
I had been going to school for like seven years because I just couldn't decide. And so at a certain point, I was just like, okay, I need to go do something. <laughs> I love school, but I need to go do something. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Mary's a Sagittarius. Sagittarius loves to learn and loves to teach. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I could still be in school if it was free, you know, like yeah. forever. Yeah. Forever. Um, all right. So we, we will get into your BDSM results, I swear, but your, your chart is just so fun to look at. I know it is. It's good. You've got Mars and Venus here in Gemini. That means that you are super curious when it comes to sex and romance. Uh, you were super curious about that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were clapping. I love that. Because <laughs> uh, Gemini is Mercury and it's quick thought. Mm -hmm. And Gemini is dualistic, right? It can kind of hold two concepts in its mind that seem to be contradictory, but at the same time, right? So Venus and Gemini mean, usually people who have Venus and Gemini love books and they love media, but people with Mars and Gemini don't, they do not love reading. They'd rather hear audible books and things like that. What is your experience? I, um, I, I like to read books. Yeah. But I prefer Audible because I have this built-in uh, time is is valuable and and by God you better be unloading a dishwasher while you're listening to a book. <laughs> what a multitasking and a Mercury Aries right quit quick yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I I do like to read, but I I definitely am more to the audiobooks. Yeah, uh, that's really interesting. Mars and Gemini tends to, they like, uh, so Mars and Gemini um, likes comic books of anything. They're going to look at things because like the pictures, but like the way they really take information is like listening to it. People in Gemini also tend to be very, very curious about various forms of pornography, right? Or various forms of viewing sexual, romantic, sexual things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. that that is you're saying that whatever where those things that say they're me yes uh, means I like to look at different kinds of porn. Yes, it means that you would be very uh, interested in lots of forms, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe even so, we have Nessus here, and Nessus can kind of represent. It's interesting because you, your, your BDSM is like, oh, I don't really BDSM, right? You know, kind of a thing. But Nessus is an interesting, it's, a, it's an asteroid. It's less important than the like planets in our chart, right? But I don't know. that. So that it's, Nessus can represent sort of where we've experienced some kind of abuse in our life too. So like maybe you um, got... I don't know, shamed or something for it. And it got repressed a little bit when you were growing up. Because uh, the 12th house also represents repression, right? Where where it's been repressed in our life. Did you experience repression around romance and sex growing up? I um, was, this is very Sherry. I, <laughs> when I was uh, in grade school, I was... Um, targeted by a stranger molest molester 
oh my god person no. um, and it was it was it was just one time and then right. the neighbor found him and ran him off but I was probably I don't know seven eight nine something like that what? and I I often think that that has caused some repression in me <laughs> um but I'm doing my damnedest to get over it oh I mean <laughs> way to go intellectually will be the way you go about it because mercury is also intellectual so you have this inner world emotional world that's very intellectual and your sex romance is in very intellectual sign uh gemini but it's in the 12th house and this also means that you like to be so 12th house is the place of repression in our life for sure but it's also a place of service so that means that there's something you like to be almost a political servant when it comes to sex and romance i suppose that kind of be what broadcast kind of does right where you're almost a political servant of mm. the community right yeah, I see like that. That. yeah right yeah that makes sense yeah um but venus and mars together these people tend to bring a party almost wherever they go you probably wouldn't think of yourself as that because you have saturn here too saturn so Saturn brings boundaries. It all it brings um it's it brings a reservedness as well, right? Saturn mm-hmm. is a um a taskmaster, a disciplinarian. Have you uh, so uh, that's really interesting. So conservative, it also represents conservative, and you've also mentioned that people think of you as coming across conservative, and then you know, you're like, I'm really not, right? Mm-hmm. So Saturn is in here with your sex and your romance. So I think that that also adds to the why people would think of you as being more reserved, right? Right, right. Right. So Mercury is fast moving. It's intellectual. It's in the mind. It's in media. Saturn in people's charts, we're kind of finding that it's it can be where people like to be tied up. Um, but Mercury doesn't wants to be quick, wants to be fast. Do you ever feel like, or it also represents maturity in your viewing, your porn viewing, do you ever get turned on by sort of um, more mature people doing things? Gemini is a very youthful sign, but Saturn's maturity. I, I, uh, well, I, I, I don't like porn where they look. I mean, I know they're not, but when they look <laughs> underage, I don't like that. Is that no. the kind of maturity you mean, or like? I'm a, wondering about that, or... but I, but yeah, no, it's not. It's nothing wrong. I think in our culture we have a oh, you know, kind of a thing, but I don't think that's it. There's a youthfulness, right? Mm-hmm. No, we don't want anybody underage being anything wrong, right? But we can definitely enjoy watching people who look youthful, if you will, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah, the youthful but... thing. That's something to be very validated. And then Saturn though. So do you like, so in your, okay, your BDSM results say you don't like age play, right? Right. Um, but your Saturn with this, it kind of makes me wonder, do you like watching things that have sort of like a teacher student or like, a, you know, I I don't think so, but maybe I haven't explored enough. Right? I don't know. <laughs> just a thought. Just kind of like a, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. So let's look at your BDSM results. Let's actually look now. Let's pull it up here. It's a little bit faded, right? It's like a little bit in the thing, but we can see it. Can you see it? Okay. See yes, it? I can. Yeah. Good, good. So your highest is a switch. That's my highest as well. Mm -hmm. Right. But yours is 87%. So it's like, I will switch under circumstances. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's everyone, but yours is more like, uh, is less like that. Right. So mm -hmm. you're 87% switch. 87% non-monogamist. Your actually your results look a lot like my husband's. His is oh, like really? the same. Uh-huh. And he's yeah. like vanilla. His like top three also is vanilla. Yeah, it's so funny to because it depends on your definition of vanilla. Like, you know, <laughs> like uh I consider my kink to be sleeping with other people <laughs> ethically. Yes. Um, but not not any of the things down there at the bottom in red, the Brats and daddies and <laughs> the great and definitely not a sadist or a masochist. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, right? It's, it's right. not me. I mean, look it's, at that. That's like nothing. Yeah, you know what though? I think it's the um, a part of the Aquarius, right? My husband is an Aquarius rising, which is yours was Cancer, right? Mm -hmm. um, so Aquarius is because we're so humanitarian. We don't like to see people shamed who, right? We're a champion for the underdog. We don't like want to make people feel like shit. We want to make them feel amazing. We want to make them feel understood. That's what Aquarius wants, right? I, I agree. Yes. And then there's the authenticity, right? You can't yes. pretend to be something you're not, right? So if it's something you're not into, you're just not, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's not possible to really fake it. Mm -hmm. right where oh, some people I feel, feel like validated. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I feel you right where um other people like I think of Jeremy's Leo Eros in the first house right mm -hmm. he thinks so much of this stuff is exciting just because you know that's how he's wired right, right. and I'm like I cannot do like almost like a performance thing unless it's something I'm you know what I mean I'm not gonna like pretend to be into something you know mm -hmm. and so um yeah no it's actually I feel like ours look really similar too <laughs> I don't think I had a hundred on anything and oh. I think I had probably about the same amount of red <laughs> and zeros I had more zeros than anything where I was like I will not <laughs> that doesn't sound good <laughs> you can't act like a pet or a slave well and Aqu right Aquarius is also the sign of freedom so of course Brady, you know, like, um, uh, 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 uh. you don't want to call her on like, what if your husband wanted to put a collar on you or something? Would you do that? Uh, if he was really, really wanted to, I'd let him do it at home, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, not in front of people. Yeah. But that's, uh, thankfully that's nothing he's interested in. <laughs> <laughs> exhibitionist though we got a 71 percent oh yeah what's your exhibitionist stuff that you like um i i don't have a problem being public in appropriate settings right like a club right or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah I, I yeah i don't mind people i don't mind uh, i don't mind an audience <laughs> An audience doing vanilla things. 
Well, yeah. I mean, lots of people like to watch fairly vanilla things. I mean, I don't know if it's really vanilla, if it's you, your <laughs> husband, and two other guys, you know. <laughs> I think you maybe answered some of these questions wrong, Marla. (laughs) (laughs) So you also like being with multiple, like, so your husband and another guy. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoy um, all variety of folk. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So definitely. Oh, where's your Libra? That makes me want to go like, where is Libra for you? Fourth house. What does Libra say? So Libra, we've noticed, um, is the least straight of the Zodiac, right? And so when it shows up, if somebody's sun is there, rising or moon, they tend to be very, uh, I see beauty in everyone, right? I, I can't choose, right? You have an Aquarius moon and one of Aquarius's rulers is Uranus here in the sign of Libra. Mm-hmm. which yeah, just I'm, I'm absolutely by <laughs> that so and especially at home do you like being very by at home <laughs> um well I don't exactly know what you're asking but I'm I don't know what I'm in the house so I don't do a lot of anything at home <laughs> right right well I was just thinking because Uranus is Aquarius and it's independent right and so it would be like, sometimes, sometimes it, it kind of, it goes back and forth. So Uranus in the sign of Libra in your fourth house. Did you move a lot as a kid? No. No. Interesting. What would that Uranus then be? I'm wondering. Yeah, unexpected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe in your home life, do you feel like little things pop up a lot? Like, um, little fires you got to put out or like, you know what I mean? Uh, no. The unexpected hate you. No. Hmm. Maybe Libra just mellows out that, mm-hmm. you know, Libra's or technology is Venus and yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. gentle and lovely. And maybe it's just going to soften. I, I like honest. gentle and lovely. That sounds lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And your fifth house is Scorpio. So Scorpio rules the genitals and fifth house is, is sex for fun, sex for pleasure. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm more of a, um, it's entertainment. I'm not really a poly poly person. Right. I have some things, but, um, Mm -hmm. but predominantly it's, uh, it's, it's entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my, I've got my home you've got your traditions i got my house i got my husband right i like to do other things but it's not i'm it's i'm not out there collecting lots of um you know other serious relationships no no one that's enough i got i mean i've got two that's enough yeah but not like lots and lots right yeah yeah not like lots and lots well that just made me think think that Mm -hmm. go I was thinking that Capricorn other too, mm-hmm. right? There's kind of a, a a seriousness around taking the time, you know, around other. Oh, hang on. Siri thinks I'm talking to her again. <laughs> I know, right? Siri. You said seriousness. Ah! <laughs> I did. I did. That's the word. Ah. Um, I need to just disable this bitch. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's... It, 
Capricorn denotes like a certain amount of seriousness, right? Like it just mm-hmm. doesn't waste its time. And that's your seventh house of other, mm-hmm. right? So I could see you kind of being like, I want, especially with that Taurus, right? Quality over quantity, mm-hmm. but then also, you know, it being only the type of people that you would really take seriously, right? There wouldn't be, you wouldn't want to spread yourself super thin. You would want, you know, things that you could put your all into and just be satisfied with instead of um, too much or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so that's a, that's a good rule of thumb for other, right? That's your house of other. And then your North Node is there too. So that's, um, there's karma in others, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's working with others, um, you know, this could be friends, romantic, whatever, right? But there is some sort of something karmic for you with working with others. Maybe that's that Libra. Do you ever feel like you pair with people that are unexpected, right? Like, do you have unexpected friendships, unexpected collaborations? I, I Not that I can think of mm. exactly. A little bit of a mystery um, but maybe i'm not thinking enough <laughs> or it's like so for you it's tuesday so like other people uh, looking into your life right they'd be like oh, oh she totally likes the unconventional right like you could have you could be your friends could be listening to this and be like oh what the fuck yes you do but <laughs> you you're like it's tuesday for me what are you talking about right like because it's for us it's familiar we live it right Mm-hmm. So we'll be like, oh, no, I'm not weird. Uh, I'm totally vanilla. And then you're talking about, oh, wait, but I do do all these other things. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of more like that. Um, But yeah, so you like, so your, your highest ones are switch. So you, there's an equality there about it, right? Like, you know. Yeah, I'll do that for you. That's kind of an Aquarius thing too. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. There isn't a a hierarchy, you know, exactly. There's a hierarchy in your relationships, right? But like, maybe like you, depends upon the Aquarius placement, but you know, not the type of person to be a relationship anarchist, right? Lord, no. (laughs) Yeah, me either. I, uh, yeah, I can't do that. Um, but switch, right? So switching it up, non-monogamous, right? Which you've talked about, right? Um, both males and females. Are you attracted to go-getters, right? I'm thinking of that Capricorn component. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who like to achieve, people who have maybe plaques on their walls of their achievements. Oh, uh, I, I don't know about plaques on the walls, but people who like to get things done and have accomplishments. Yes. I set a goal. I accomplished it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be people. And then attracted to, and people who you attract are like Gemini. So very curious people, people who are really curious, people who are, yeah, youthful. That's what your Venus would attract. Um, but you kind of bring your own party with that Mars Venus, right? Yeah. Mars is like who we want to pursue, what we want to fight for, right? Mm-hmm. And then Venus is who we attract and who we're attracted to. And then Venus and Mars together, it's like, I'm attracted to myself. <laughs> really. I love that. Right? I'm attracted to me. 
you know, with the things that I like, right? My uh, own mind. Mm-hmm. The mind, big attractor, right? That would be a big attractor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. With that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, can we have a great intellectual conversation? I'm in. Yes. That's this- this is one of the difficult things about going to clubs, right? Unless you're going with people you already know. So as an intellectual person myself, like if we're going to be getting together, I need to feel stimulated. I'm sapiosexual, right? And I need to have some sort of intellectual stimulation. I can't just, I cannot, I cannot get a boner for someone who's dumb, right? Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) 43. (laughs) but yeah, I can't, right. It just can't. And so it's, so people who have a lot of air in their chart, like you have are very attracted to smart people. Right. Were you going to say that it was hard at clubs? Cause it's loud. It's hard at clubs. Cause they're, they're made for more like, um, water people, people who are like feeling the, you know, the vibe, right. The music, Right. It's made for fiery people, people who are like bold and assertive and can just like, you know, go after what they want almost. Right. Um, But for people to make real connections for people who are smart, it's really hard because you can't hear it's loud. Right. 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 That's that's why you have to go to different kinds of events. That's where you can have -hmm. conversations, events where it's, you know, one of my uh, least favorite or the, the most loud, you know, but. Yeah. But sometimes if you want to go out, you just got to pick that night. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, that's what's up. I know. I love the, I love the pajama trivia night. Right. Or I really enjoy that, but I wish there was actually more intellectual simulation. It was still too loud. I felt, you know, even, even then mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, like I'd almost love, I, I thought when I was going to go to the first game night at sanctuary, the pajama game night, I thought it was going to be more like trivia. I would love to do like a trivia game night, you know, where you're mm-hmm. like asking questions and people answer. Yeah. I'm also Aries, so very You probably saw this when we did Moon Touch, but Lacey likes to bring people together, <laughs> right? Like make it, you know, so if it's, a, if games are set out and people can, you know, form subgroups, Lacey's like, I can make that better. I can yeah, I'm all, let's get us all involved. And have a good time, right? <laughs> it's like always a goal in the back of your mind, like. Always. How do we make this like all inclusive and all fun? Uh, plus, I like to impress people with my intellect. <laughs> that. Uh. May, may I ask a, a question that I see about me? Yes. And, and have you answer like, oh, that's because you're this or that or whatever. I can love it. Do it. Yes. Okay. So, for instance, I would, I, I, uh, let's say, do it in order. Okay. Um, I have an almost irritatingly overwhelming desire to make sure that everybody feels okay. Like for instance, at, 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 at broadcast or something, if there was somebody who looked, you know, a, a little uncomfortable or something, I, I'm like compelled to try to engage with them. And, and sometimes more than I want to, like, like, right. I'll even like, I would like to go have fun with my friends, but I see this person and they look like they could use somebody. Now, why the fuck do I do that? That's that nurturing AC and then that Aquarius moon. Yeah. Yeah. The underdog, right? Champion for the underdog is that Aquarius moon. Your inner world doesn't want to see somebody outside 
feel left out included right but then yeah that cancer um it just it wants to take care of everybody right Mm -hmm. it does it has this deep inner desire um that feeling intuition type thing where it's really hard to put words to but you feel really compelled to nurture Mm -hmm. and take care of people the cool thing in your chart though is that you actually don't have to lean into that as much right so if somebody is kind of trying to pull you you know what I mean like if you're having that internal debate it's actually um it's kind of like you've mastered that in a past life right or that that's that karma piece right like um this suggests that you have done that so many times taken care of everybody else right Mm -hmm. that you don't need to do that in this lifetime you have mastered that right so this time you go you do more of the stuff that you want to do you climb more of the things that interest you right it is a little bit of looking at yourself and the things that you want more than taking care of like the whole household or the whole house so to say right like wherever you're at right you know um I have it's uh, mm -hmm. oh I was gonna say it's still part of you right it's still a cancer rising can't not be nurturing can't not be the person that wants to make people feel safe and secure, right? Like that can't necessarily go anywhere, right? But North Node and South Node are a choice. So there's something you optionally lean into. And in your case, when you actually kind of lean the other way, you're going to kind of up level quicker. Right. I think it's cool. Yes. Focus on you. you Yes. Um, And also incorporate your friends who are with you to help you break away. I I have to do this because you're in- a part of your public life is in Pisces and Pisces doesn't like to see anybody suffer either. And then yeah. you have Folis here, which I will shoot myself in the foot, trying to make you feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it actually turns you on to some degree to help somebody who is an underdog or who doesn't feel comfortable. Right. There oh, yeah. is something that is very charging, very enlivening for you about that. So what we have to do is get out of that. Right. What we have to do is, who can I rely on? Who can help me in this situation when I'm being this superhuman, right? Like taking care of people. Um, so the opposite of your MC here is Virgo. So people who have Virgo in their chart, Virgo, sun, moon, rising, I can think of a few people who you know who have that. And you can tell them like signals, right? Or like, you know, some way of communicating with them to be like, hey, help me to handle this situation, right? I'm being Mm -hmm. sucked in. I have a Venus in Pisces or she gets sucked in. She cannot not help someone, right? So I have to incorporate other people, you know, to be like, hey, help me get out of this. Yeah. Um, So uh, Virgos can kind of help you to, um, fix out the details. And then another would thing, be people with the Virgo sun sign, or? Yeah, Virgo sun, Virgo moon, or a Virgo rising, right? They're people who will want to help you. They'll want to serve you in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who has a Virgo a whole lot is, um, uh, Heather. Heather. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Heather. At least she's got so much right in there. Mm-hmm. So she would really be great, you know, to help be like, like you'll get caught up in a conversation with a person and then you're like, they have no other friends, right? Because friends, friendship turns you on, right? And you're, you're being a friend. So um, 
two things come to my mind. One, uh, Capricorn has goals. So if before going, you can say, what are the goals I want to achieve with a person who doesn't have a friend, who doesn't have a person there with them to be friends with? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can make like a list to yourself of what, what goal do I want to achieve? Like, wh- how will I feel satisfied so that I can let that person go and not worry about them and go be uh-huh. with my friends, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if there's like a little notes you can make to yourself, like, did I talk to them? Did I... um did I get their name? Did I try to introduce them to somebody? Did I, you know, did I do these four things? Um, you know, whatever it is that you have. And then if you have done those four things and they're not working on the person because they're totally guarded or they're not ready, they, some people, some people prefer to be alone and literally talk to no one, right? Like in their chart. Yes, yes. <laughs> They just don't want to. And so living them alone is the better thing to do. But it's hard for us, you know, the Aquarius especially, I think, and Pisces part of you too. Okay, and then my my other question is, um, I really, really enjoy um, not entertaining, like dancing for people, but like entertaining in my home or having people over and feeding everybody and making sure everybody's happy and having a good time. Is that, where does that fall? That is very Taurus cancer. Okay. And that Libra fourth house. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, um, know that I make sense astronomically. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. That's um, beautiful. beautiful. Maybe maybe hosting parties unexpectedly is that your honest mystery that we... Mm-hmm. Um, or having right. people to your home who are unconventional, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, like friends. bringing in the underdog almost mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah that um that cancer like Lacey says wants to be like the watering hole like wants everybody to come mm-hmm. and like be good and gather right everybody under your roof mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then Taurus yeah let me feed you let me love you right and then um, that fourth house Libra right come over where I can make it harmonious right that Libra is able to make a nice environment so like yeah all of those things and it it's all it's sweet because it's all in the interest of like kind of taking care of people based on your chart Mm -hmm. right it's like for all the reasons of wanting to nurture that you would want people to come be around you right that's that's great yeah one more question that is by basic astrology I don't understand (laughs) are there signs that just aren't on my chart or are all of them on there somewhere? All right. Um, you definitely have a lot of stuff in everywhere. You <laughs> do. Um, there are people who, I mean, typically when we see a chart, there are like the, some of these pie slices that don't have anything in them. Right. right? Um, but it's a wheel and it's every single pie slice is an area of life. So if you didn't have something, right? Like, so for example, you have an asteroid in your second house, you know, um, mm-hmm in Le- or yeah, Leo. So there is a little bit there, but it's not a personal planet, right? It's not something that you're going to feel intensely, but it's still an area of life for you. So this happens to be the house of resources. So resources for you come in a way of, you know, having a stage or being seen, um, being creative, generous, or maybe around kids, something, I don't know. Right. But resources for you kind of I think that party thing that you that Lacey mentioned yeah the performance Mm -hmm. showing up and kind of 
bringing the party, even if you don't realize that that's kind of a resource, right? Um, if you had a sun or a moon here, then you would definitely be the kind of person who wants to be on a stage. You'd be like, where is my stage? Thank you so much. Right. So <laughs> you don't have anything personal. Like you don't have that thing there. You have mm-hmm. a nurturer here. So you love to be seen nurturing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that. That's your stage, if you will, or how you want to be seen. Mm-hmm. So to answer the question in a bigger sense, mm-hmm. everybody has everything in their chart right? Yeah. Even if there's not a planet there, there's mm-hmm. still a significance, right? Because yeah. impacting an area of life. Um, but yeah, yours is one of the few charts where we've seen like, there's something in every house, yeah. you know, like there's, there's a little bit of everything all over mm-hmm. here, which is cool. I'm well-rounded. Yeah. Yes. Literally. <laughs> yeah. People who don't have a whole lot on like another side, They'll mm-hmm. tend, they don't have any squares or any oppositions. And those people tend to not understand how other people feel there. There's sometimes a lack of empathy. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So people- life's almost too easy, right? There's nothing for them to learn or grow from. So mm-hmm. they just float, right? They don't really know. They, they've never had to put themselves in other people's shoes right. or have that perspective and, mm-hmm. and some of that. And so those are the red lines, right? That you see in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, um, people see those and they're like, oh my God, that's so bad. Right. And it's like, no, that's, these are areas that are going to challenge you to grow. Right. And when we see people who don't have them, it makes a lot of sense. Like, oh, okay. Nothing has challenged you to grow. So you're kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that's where karma kind of comes in those North nodes, South node, past life kind of things is like, we're talking about soul's evolution. Right. So where areas that you could work on in this life. Yeah, like so, if your soul was a plant and then it grows and then it dies and it grows and it dies. That's kind of the concept, right? Same thing in science, right? The cycles, right? The water cycle. Mm-hmm. Ma- matter can't be totally created, or, be destroyed. created or destroyed. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Amazing. that's kind of what this concept is. It's just on a level that can't be seen, tasted, or touched. Mm-hmm. Right? It's on a level where I'm like, I don't know, but I feel it, you know? Uh, yeah. oh, fascinating yeah yeah I loved your questions thank you oh <laughs> yes I mean that's our time that's that's what it is how was it painless it was pretty fun right it was pretty painless yeah right. it, was fun. it was fun whoa oh there we are and we're back <laughs> we could have made it more painful if we saw that you liked that on your BDSM oh she <laughs> <laughs> thanks for not <laughs> um yes thank you so much for being willing to be on our little show here and look at your chart and answer questions yeah it was we'll get fun. to see you soon yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is uh for sure uh broadcast uh, we'll be there great great yeah uh it was so fun to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better marla oh know. well i'm i'm i enjoyed it yes because i've never been really curious about you know, like I'm a Taurus. That's all I know, you know, right. 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 Some more. <laughs> well, and yeah. also the Aquarius too, like Aquarius, when Mary first told me about astrology, I was like, um, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> my automatic reaction. I, I appreciate a good, you know, skepticism. Yeah. I like when people challenge things and not just immediately. I'm definitely one of those. Right. Go, oh, really? <laughs> and then when I dug into it, I went, oh shit this was juicy right like I may be wrong (laughs) 
<laughs> so totally get it. Also, if ever you want to invite Mary and I to one of your foodie parties and oh. conducting experiments, yes, yes, I'd love to do that. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, right. It'd be fun. Anyway. We know it's going to be really good. We saw your charts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, she can cook. Let's ask to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's lighthearted. But thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, thank too. You. Yeah. Okay. We're really going to say goodbye now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you Bye. soon. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.